At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hey people, this is my mom's show where she talks about us. We give her the things that we give y'all the show. Get cozy, here you come. Good morning and welcome back to Cozy Womb Podcast. My name is Shan, Mama of the Girls. Welcome to a podcast that's all about parenting, uh, surviving our kids, and basically making sure they turn out to be better adults than we are. Okay, so let's talk about it. It's Monday. Hope your weekend was great. Mine was. This is episode 11. This is Cozy Womb Podcast. My name is Shan. How are you? I hope your uh, morning is going good. I hope you prepped yesterday so your morning could be easy. And I hope you drive safe and you find good gas on your way to work. (laughs) Cross your fingers, cross your toes, cross your legs, cross everything you could cross. Because gas prices don't seem to be going down anytime soon. But today I really just want to discuss if there are still teachers out here who care that is the focus topic today kids today should have a first teacher that should be basically the mother right and then i think their second teacher is the father and the other people in the world become the rest of the teacher the influence the uh people that they spend most of their time with, whether it's daycare, pre-K, kindergarten, or all the above grades, right? And in order for our children to have a better future, it's all dependent on the people that those kids spend the most time with. And if you're a working parent, if you're not a stay-at-home parent, and if you're not homeschooling, it's definitely going to be a stranger in this world that you hope has good character, manners, common sense, uses logic, has compassion, and really enjoys teaching, okay? And I feel like the people that your children spend the most time with is who they will imitate. So whether it's a character 
flaw or attitude or uh, dismissiveness or wisdom or humor, your children will pick it up. Your children will pick it up from teachers. Your children will pick it up from classmates. Your children will pick it up from their bully at school. If they have a bully, your children will pick it up, okay? And I feel like as a teacher, they are basically parents' eyes in the classroom when they can't be there. They are uh, parents' arms in the classroom when we can't be there. And on top of that, Sometimes those teachers deal with your kids having behavior issues that you don't deal with at home in the right way. And imagine having your child with behavior issues times 18 to 22 in one classroom with a curriculum with only seven hours of the day to make it work. So I'm asking, do, do teachers still care out here? Because I know it's getting harder for people teachers to care with the economy, with the demand, and with this old curriculum that's completely outdated, if you ask me. So teachers being almost like a second parent, I think is super important. Molding and shaping our kids will basically be 65% on teachers. So I think it's very important to know your kid's teacher. I think it's very important to understand who they are be able to communicate your child's needs and vice versa. And when it comes to Anya's teacher, this is a team effort. So yes, I'm going to hit her up on Class Dojo, which is like a communication app that they have now for parents, especially if your child is virtual, Anya's virtual. And if we can't connect through email, she gonna text me on my phone. If we can't connect through Class Dojo and I can't figure out if she's missing work because Anya has a habit of being like, I don't have any work and she has work that she's missing, she'll be like, oh yeah, no girl, ain't no oh yeah. So sometimes I'll go above Anya and email her teacher to get the facts. Then I'll back down and I'll ask Anya to give her a chance, to give her a chance, to be honest and... Sometimes she's honest and sometimes she's not. And sometimes, yes, it's computers and sometimes, you know, she can't access certain work. But that's the only reason why work for her might not get done is because it's a 404 error error, and it's being blocked by the county because she's using her personal laptop, not the school's laptop. So it's like a firewall issue. But other than that, you we have to be in communication with these teachers. We have to help them. We have to help our own kids. And we need to know our children's needs before we send them in a the classroom for a teacher to figure it out when she got like 22 kids or he has like 22 kids in the classroom. It's not fair. So I think it's a team effort. It's definitely a team effort. And... I want to know how many teachers are out here despite not getting paid what you need, despite not having the resources, despite having a, you know, an old dusty curriculum. Do you really care? That's what I want to talk about today. Happy Monday. Let's get it. Don't forget to check out Cozy Womb Podcast merch on the Cozy Womb Shop with Teespring.
So this episode, I want to focus on teachers so much that I really don't have any parenting kids news. All that I will say is yes, we are coming upon spring Time has sprung forward. Today is the first Monday back to work and time has sprung forward, okay? Meaning, don't be an hour late to work today. Be an hour forward. Change your clocks on your oven. Change your clocks on in your car. Make sure they have sprung forward with your iPhone, with your Android, with your computer, okay? Um, what I will say is, This is the last hoorah for your child in whatever grade they are in, right? This is where you have to make it count. And I miss the old school days of parenting where you would get a physical, actual paper report card or progress report. Everything's so digital now. I have not seen a report card for Anya because a login that I'm supposed to have as a parent does not work. So the way that I keep focus on Anya and her work is by having discussions with her teacher. That is another character builder when it comes to a good teacher is you have an open communication with the parent. You can reach the parents. If you can't reach mom, you can reach dad. If you can't reach them, maybe you can reach the grandparents. I don't know, but there is some type of communication that is working and working in your favor. If your child has been slacking off, whether it's because of this pandemic or virtual school or the needs of your work, you need to be on top of where your child is at progress-wise all the time. If you're at home and you see your child not working on schoolwork enough, you know if they're working, you know if they're not working. Do not have the surprise mom face, the surprise dad face when you get the notice that your child has to repeat a grade level because it's going to come hitting a lot of parents hard come August, come May, come June, okay? Sorry to tell you, but unfortunately, your child is not academically where they need to be. Um, We recommend repeating this grade because you have to be on top of your child reading you have to be on top of your child knowing the math that basics that needs to be learned at their age you have to be on top of your child completing work you got to look at the work before they turn it in you got to be on top of what the teacher sent what was completed what wasn't completed and have honest discussions with their teachers about Are they really doing their best? If they have a test that takes 20 minutes to do, are they finishing it in seven and honestly reading the test or are they just clicking through it? That's a habit of kids. Some kids hate taking tests. They just want to get it done. But at the same time, I explain to Anya all the time, just because you think you know everything doesn't mean you should rush through the questions, doesn't mean you need to rush through the test. Nobody is racing you. It is not a race. When they eat, tell them it is not a race, all right? Especially if they have siblings. They think everything's a competition. But it's very important for you as a parent to really know academically where your child is at. 
Do they need a tutor? Do you need to give them extra work outside of what the teachers teachers are giving them? Like I I I make Anya look up at least 10 definitions per week additional to what she already has from her teacher in a dictionary. I make sure she knows how to use a dictionary, how to put things in alphabetical order, how to pronounce things. I listen to her read. I give her math problems. I look at what math problems she's going to get next year and I give them to her just to see where she's at. I explain definitions to her. I explain things to her that have multiple definitions. Like, there's a lot of things that parents are not doing that I don't want them to be surprised by come summertime. Because summertime is going to be too late for Johnny and Polly. Okay? For Sarah and Peter. Okay? So don't wait till it's too late to make sure you know where your child is at. Don't bombard your child with all of this, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, without explanation on how to do it. And I think it's very important that parents also know this. When your child is going back to school and doing work in grades that you've already done, just know that they're getting taught a completely different way. And you gotta be open to learning how they're being taught. Okay, because that's another struggle too, is how they want to do math now, how they want to focus more on, you know, sentences being done a certain way, paragraphs being done a certain way. Maybe they call it something different. Uh, How they go about, you know, comprehending certain things. Yes, I know the basics, but if her teacher's not teaching her that way and wants her to learn a certain way, I got to learn how her teacher wants her to learn it because that's how her teacher is teaching the class. And that's where parents got to get on board with what the teacher is doing in the classroom versus what's being taught at home. It's very important. So as I move back into this teacher talk, a lot of teachers have to teach what they are told, not what they want to teach. Lesson plans um, have an effect on your child. Your teacher's attitude have an effect on the child. The delivery to the class will shape who your child becomes and what their attitude is about school. Some adults have a bad taste in their mouth about school because of their elementary teacher or their middle school teacher or their high school teachers or their college professors. I had this Ugh, most hated college professor um, in English. And she was the only professor there teaching the English I had to take. Okay. And I pushed it off and I pushed it off and I pushed it off to my last year of college. And I had to take her English class. Her name was Dr. Cazaray. And if a semi-truck happened mm I want to be mad at it because some professors you get in college, they just be difficult for the sake of being difficult and wanting to give you an experience. I'm sorry, but that's unnecessary. And sometimes you're going to have, you know, maybe a third grade teacher giving you a difficult time with your child to learn the most basic thing because they want to be difficult. And you have to keep this in mind also. Miserable people come in all colors, shapes, and sizes. And 
some teachers who are miserable and just give a hard time to multiple parents, it's not just you, were the kids that were picked on all through school and now they feel like they're in a position of power and they abuse it and they basically bully children as they come in their classroom. That's a real thing. I've seen it. I've dealt with it. I've heard it. Okay? I just hope it's not your child's teacher. You know, lots of celebrities uh, never forget their second grade teacher to college professor. And they remember what those teachers told them about how they're not going to be anything, how they're not going to have anything good, how they'll never be good enough. And they also have teachers who were always pouring into them and making sure they were good and being that third parent and being that fourth parent and checking in on them. And even when they go up another grade, they still checking in on them. Who your child gets as a teacher now will help fig- help them figure out who they are later on. And that's how you have to look at it. These are pivotal times. I remember most of my teachers. Miss Christy was my third grade teacher. Miss Emma Gozi, um, African teacher, was my second grade teacher. Miss Higgins was my other second grade teacher. Miss Kelly was my third grade teacher and I did find her on LinkedIn like two years ago and I did message her. I did tell her I have two kids and I do remember her and she looks the same way. And I remember that she had a crush on Denzel Washington. Like kids remember so much. Don't sleep on a kid's memory. They remember so much. I am 34 years old. I have two kids, four and eight. And I remember my third grade teacher. I remember the classroom. I remember sharpening my pencils sometimes. I remember how she taught us. I remember all of that. Mr. White, my PE teacher. I remember he had a daughter that had my birthday. Memory like an elephant, okay? Miss Thomas, my sixth grade teacher. Mrs. Giovanni, my fifth grade teacher. Hated her because she was like... Uh, all for those five minute, a hundred problem tests on a whim that every time she gave it to me, I always felt defeated because I wasn't a good test taker. And then on top of me not being a good test taker, you put this timer on in the front of a class that the whole time. Talk about anxiety. What? So it got to a point where she would give these tests back to back to back to back to back all the time. It would be one with division. It would be one with multiplication. It would be one with addition. It would be one with uh, um, subtraction. Okay, fractions. A hundred problems. Five minutes. And she would basically want to see how many of them you got right. Uh, and she will grade it like legit. You're supposed to be able to do this in five minutes. And I will complain to my mom all the time, mom, I cannot complete this. And even if I was getting half of the problems right on the paper, because I'm hearing this timer, because I know it's timed before I start, I feel defeated and I don't want to try. A lot of kids are like that. And so for 
school districts that have this curriculum where they feel like all t- all kids are going to learn the same and should be able to do it the same and that's going to be the measurement of if they're worthy to move on or worthy to get you know these opportunities over these kids is stupid i hope your kid is not listening but it's stupid it doesn't make any sense Okay, that should not depict if your child is going to be a great student or a poor student. So in math, that was not my strong suit. Me as a parent right now, I make sure the girls are getting everything taught to them in a balanced way. But Ari, I can already see she likes math. Anya is really good at math and she's really good at doing math in her head. I was horrible at doing math in my head because I never trusted my thoughts. Okay, so it's very important for you to build with your child and make sure that they trust their thoughts and their first thought. Okay, now a lot can be said to a child and stick with them as an adult. Remember that. I want teachers to remember that. Whether it's grading papers, taking Zoom videos and answering questions, correcting behavior, preparing lessons, navigating the outdated curriculum, teaching you know all of the kids that wisdom is important and giving their common sense logic to all the students. My question is, What do we do as parents when not enough teachers care? Are kids being taught equally? What do we need to do in order to make sure that teachers that are teaching our kids, especially today in this pandemic, um, and being exposed? Hey guys, hope you're enjoying the show. My name is Shan and I am the creator of Cozy Womb Podcast. I am also the author and creator of the podcast journal and marketing the podcast one-on-one is two books available on hulu focusing on different things but regarding podcasting so if you're interested in formatting your podcast or finding your flow in podcasting you should get the podcast journal on lulu.com if you're interested in marketing your podcast on things like tiktok instagram twitter or youtube or even coming up with what the podcast merch should look like as far as what to put on the website get that book it's a workbook that you can put your own twist on your own thoughts in and you can carry it around with you everywhere get it today on lulu.com now back to the show (laughs) thank you guys for checking out the show this is cozy womb podcast if you would like to support the podcast you can also shop at cozy womb shop with teespring or mama's cozy closet that gives great comfortable merch for mamas all around the world I appreciate you. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for following. And if you would like to donate straight to Red Circle, you can down below in the show notes. Thank you. Let's continue the show. Yay! Here we go. Back to the show. Back to the show. Health-wise to all these kids and their germs. What can we do as parents to make sure these teachers out here today are being appreciated? 
Public school teachers make an average in Georgia of 59K a year. To me, having two kids of my own, that ain't enough. Okay? That ain't enough. Imagine having 18 to 22 more kids five days a week, seven hours of the day to teach and make sure they are on point and you're getting paid only an average of 59K a year. They deserve more. They deserve more. And I always felt like it was super disrespectful for basketball players and um, soccer players that entertain people for fun, for money, get paid way more than teachers do. Teachers are the ones teaching our next presidents, our next government people, um, the next round of adults that will be taking care of us who are in our 30s and our 40s, um, making decisions on how we will be treated, what options we will have later. That's important. That's important to me. You know, I don't know who you think is going to take care of you, but it's going to be the ones in the classroom. So a lot of today's teachers are being disrespected by students in the classroom because their parents are not disciplining them in a way or teaching them how to act in the classroom. So now your teachers is bombarded with dealing with that on a daily while they're trying to teach and handling behavior issues instead of teaching. Uh, Some teachers are more so worried about if children ate today before they get to teaching. Um, So that's an issue. They are more so at risk health-wise, like I said before, because they're around so many kids on a daily that might be sick, but parents can't stay home with those kids because they have jobs that they have to do outside of the home. So that's an issue. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. And I, I give kudos to the teachers that are committed and really make it a point to get to know all of the kids that they teach individually in their own way. That's super important. And I love those social media videos of the teachers who got a secret handshake for each of their students or give their students uh, an option to get a high five or a hug. Because compassion, for the most part, is learned in the classroom because they see so many different personalities. So imagine having a teacher that was really 
stone cold, showed no emotion, yelled all the time, demanded respect all the time, but never showed that they were truly human. And then imagine having parents who were also cold and that child is not around any animals. And so that child lacks emotional intelligence. That's happening too. So when I see great teachers going against the grain and going against the odds that are committed, I appreciate them. We gotta be a team with teachers. We have to have realistic expectations about our kids and their personalities. If my child is slipping, I'm not gonna be mad at my teacher if the, uh, my teacher, at their teacher, if they tell me that your child is not at the level where they need to be, these are the things that they need to work on. Because most of the time, if you're a great parent, mom or dad, you know where your child might be slipping or slacking at. Same thing. Okay? Some districts don't have enough teachers and they set unrealistic goals and demands for teachers to accomplish with just seven hours of the day, five days a week. All right? And with a classroom of 18 to 22 kids on average, most schools aren't welcoming for kids. So kids go to school with automatic, um, you know, walls up. I don't want to be here. It's cold in here or it's too hot in here or um, we don't have enough books. I'm tired of sharing books with, you know, this person or that person or there's not enough computers. So I'm not on the computer today. I'm doing book work today or this book information is outdated. Like... There's, there's levels upon levels of what issues um, are happening that's trickling down to how teachers teach today. So I'm not going to sit here and blame teachers for not doing a great job because I don't feel like they are solely responsible for why the children are not getting taught at a level that they should be taught. Okay, it takes a team. A team. Okay. The worst kind of teacher, in my opinion, is one that's only there for the check. The teachers that pick on your kids, not in a good way. The teachers that don't put in the effort. The teachers that were picked on in school as kids, and so they became teachers so they can pick on students. That reminded them of their bullies. Okay? You can't fight fire with fire. He's just going to create a blaze. Okay. And when you see teachers like this, even if you are a, a, a teacher and you see that, you got to call it out. You got to call it out. Okay. You got to love teaching to be able to teach properly. You got to learn how to teach correctly. I remember I had a chemistry teacher. I cannot remember his name for the life of me. And I have a great memory. I had a chemistry teacher in 11th grade. He loved chemistry. He was very nonchalant and laid back and quiet. But for me, he could not teach chemistry outside of the logic of what he knew. Meaning because he learned chemistry this way and he said, this is how you get it. That was the maximum effort he was giving you to understand why this equation makes sense. And I could not understand why 
there was math in chemistry. I could not understand why am I adding C with a little two on the bottom plus a T uh, element with a number on the top. I don't. I did not understand that, but I ended up having to take a summer class of chemistry. So in his class, I got like a, a low D, right? And um, the two semester class that I had to take over the summer, I had to be in it because it was taught in a different way for clarification for me. And sometimes that is the thing. Sometimes a teacher can teach some of the students in the class the way that they want to teach it. And sometimes a teacher can't. And it's very important and super special when you have a teacher that has the ability to teach what they're teaching in multiple ways. So like now there's this um, mathematician on, uh, on Instagram that I like to look at. My friend sent it to me that makes math, math so effortless that he makes me feel dumb as a grown up on how he comes up with the answers for this math stuff. And I'm just like, dog, where was this man, AKA Mr. Bean at teaching these math equations in such an easy way? Cause I would have been great at math if he was my teacher, right? So teaching can be challenging and stressful. So I'm not gonna knock teachers for that. I feel like I do my best as a parent to speak to Anya's teacher honestly. You know, where is she slipping? What can I do to help? What does she need to work on? Is she missing work? Is there something she's supposed to do over the weekend? Did she finish the project? Is it complete? Is it something I need to look over? Most students don't even understand how much teachers care. They think teachers are picking on them when teachers just know their potential to be better and they can tell on a daily basis when your child is not trying. And emotionally and mentally, that can be an issue that's happening at home while your child is not trying in class. It's all about balance. It's all about balance, right? I was never a child that had behavior issues in school, but I did have my days where I'm just like defiant. I don't want to do it today. Well, do you want to call to the office and talk to your mom? We can. And I had a benefit of, if you feel like you don't send me to the office to call my mom on speaker so you can make me feel away and be threatened. First of all, my mom doesn't believe in disciplining kids. My mom doesn't drive, so she can't drive up here and do anything. And she can't come get me. And realistically, I'm going to be here until my bus comes and to take me home. So it was really nothing teachers could do to make me do something I didn't want to do. And I didn't have a mom that was enforcing making me do it. I just had days where I'm just like, I would wake up, especially in high school, and I would tell my mom, I don't feel good, and I don't feel like going to class today. And she was like, all right. Like, there was no fight. I never had to skip school because I didn't want to go to school. I would straight tell my mom, I'm not in the mood for it today. And this is coming from somebody that was on uh, Who's Who 
honor roll books multiple times in high school. Like it wasn't that I was a bad kid. I wasn't getting into stuff. I I did never got locked up. I never had my mom have to pay bail money for anything. I was never following the wrong crowd or none of that. Like I knew my limits. I knew when it was cool to hang around. I knew when I needed to skirt skirt out. I knew, you know, who was always into what they don't need to be into. And I knew when it was like time to be head down in the books and time to chill. I knew I had a good gauge on that, but some kids don't. And it's very important for us as parents to not push our kids to be who we were in school. Handle school how we did. But it's super important for parents to be honest about if their child is handling the workload correctly. So helping teachers is also knowing that. And most students need to know that they're supported by the teacher and their parents. I appreciate the good teachers. And if you're a good teacher out here teaching, I appreciate you. I just want to let you know that as a parent, as someone who could never sit and teach more than uh, four kids at a time with different personalities. What? I have helped cousins with their kids' homework. Stressful. Stressful. Because... You know how some kids act a certain way in front of their parents and act a certain way in front of you because they know you're not playing. And I know what it's like. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Right to be that kid where... If I don't understand something and somebody comes to me that's really good at it, but doesn't know how to teach it to me without being frustrated, I get more defiant and resistant into understanding it because I'm getting tension from you that you're frustrated, so I'm shutting down. You can go over this problem 10 times and my mind instantly blocks out understanding it because you're giving me bad energy so teaching ain't for me um honestly if my children ask me questions when i'm listening to something and texting at the same time i get frustrated um 
my mind is always doing multiple things. So sometimes the girls will get in the habit of answer, asking me questions over and over again. And, you know, both of them want my attention at the same time. And I'm the only adult in my house. And I'm just like, ah! I can't. I don't know how teachers do it, but if you are doing it, thank you for doing it. Um, as a parent, I appreciate you. And parents, please keep a close eye on your kids. Help them teachers out. It's a lot. Even with Anya's teacher, she's in the classroom physically with students and she's on her laptop teaching at the same time with her mask on. And I I text her sometimes on the side. I'm just like, girl, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you do it, girl. <laughs> and she, you know, she's in good spirits about it and she's she appreciates it. Um, but for the most part, I know it's hard and it's not easy. But just keep that in mind. There are still good teachers out here and there's still crappy teachers out here. Hopefully you just know what teacher your child is dealing with and you can handle it. I will check you guys back on Friday for Cozy Womb Podcast. Thank you guys. This is a successful completion to episode 11. And uh, I'll check you later. Enjoy your week. Peace.